0: My name is Chris Padgett, and welcome to the first episode of Citizen Salem at Home. We've had to uh, make some changes to the program. Uh, I decided to start Citizen Salem up again right before the coronavirus pandemic hit. I got one interview in with, appropriately enough, the uh, chief of police of Salem, Massachusetts, Mary Butler, and then everything shut down. Then a couple weeks ago, I went on Facebook Live, which I'd never done before, uh, and said, hey— If you want to participate in Citizen Salem, let's do it over the Internet. And you can do it from home. You can do it in your PJs. You can do it in a funny costume. uh, You can do it in a shirt of the organization that you run, the company that you run, the place that you work for that's still open. Uh, And I'm still soliciting, folks. So if you are interested in participating in Citizen Salem from home, maybe even in your underpants, we're not discriminating. Citizensalem1626 at gmail.com please email me because I can't keep track of everything else. Citizensalem1626 at gmail.com. Today's guest runs Creative Collective. Uh, his name is John Andrews. You've probably seen him around town. And uh, you maybe you've been to one of his events, like uh, movies at Winter Island outside in the summertime, watching Jaws in your car. And he and I had talked about him being on Citizens Salem forever and ever and ever. And we finally got our act together, sort of on Zoom, and uh, talked for a little bit. Normally, Citizen Salem has a video component that goes along with it as well. That's not happening for this episode, and the reason why will be revealed at the end. Here's my conversation with John Andrews of Creative Collective. All right, well, my first victim in uh, Citizen Salem from home is... (laughs) Are, Are you at home right now? It looks like you're at a big party. Are
1: you distancing? I am at home okay. and I am very distancing. Uh, <laughs> the photo behind me is from um, this past summer's immigration. Uh, I'm, I am migration exhibit uh, that Punto put on in collaboration with um, Harbor Voices. Cool.
0: Uh, so if somebody saw you walking down the street, how would they know who you are?
1: uh i don't know that's a loaded question probably my shorts uh, <laughs> Dis- despite the season yeah um yeah i mean typically either people recognize me because i got my shorts on uh for a long time i rocked a tardis hat that everybody knew oh, yeah. uh, and you know not as much lately unfortunately just because life but for Probably three years, I'd have a, my cannon on my on my strap across my shoulder to take pictures. Um, you know, took pictures of pretty much everything in Salem for a few years.
0: So, it, so yeah, so is that, that's kind of what I'm getting at, is that how people know you? Are you like the Salem event guy now? It's like, oh, John, he comes to all these things, or oh, John, he throws all of these things, or he photographs all of them, or is it all of the above?
1: So it's an interesting little, and we'll do this as quickly as I humanly can. <laughs> I, actually, I actually came to Salem to um, manage Victoria Station. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was what brought me to Salem, and that was a little over 10 years ago now. Yeah. And I did that for a few years. Um, and then I got burnt out, and I couldn't do the kitchen life anymore. Yeah. And so I, I struggled trying to figure out what kind of role I could play in this community that I fell so in love with um and that's when i started meeting all of your ex participants in your show from georgia to the mayor to everyone that's that that window of time is kind of where i met everyone and i started out um uh, basically just doing marketing for people and picked my camera up because i knew people needed photos uh slowly became like the photo guy but I got really frustrated because I couldn't figure out how to make a living. Mm. Um, I, I don't hang up my work. I don't sell my work. I just loved covering the community and doing everything I could for the community. Um, but then I started meeting other people like me that were really driven, really motivated, wanted to see the best thing for their community, were really creative, were really artistic, yeah. um, but also couldn't figure out how to like break in how to like make it happen um and you know fast forward to today you know in the crisis we're really starting to realize what a what a vacant hole support for the freelancers and the gig economy workers are for sure So I transitioned from being like an individual contractor into building my organization of Creative Collective, which is based in Salem and is primarily Salem members, but we do work with people from all over the North Shore um, to give these people kind of a place to be, Mm. uh, you know, with other people that are also in that same kind of category. And we have members ranging from individual artists all the way up to the PBD Essex Museum, pretty much it's everybody that understands what being in the creative industries is. And I felt the need that those that live and breathe in the creative industries, such as yourself, needed a little bit more than traditional business programs could offer. Um, In the meantime, since that was such a startup thing, and because of my background, um, I come from catering. I did 16 years of pretty high-end wedding catering. Mm. And then to Salem to run VIX. I have a lot of event experience. Yeah. And one of the ways to get me paid and one of the ways to get the people that I work with paid and our members paid is to produce events. Yeah. So it became a little bit of a lot of things. It was, he's the photo guy, he's the events guy. And now I'm, I'm you know, I, I run a business organization. We have over 220 members. Mm. So we have a big, large faction of business members behind us as well. Now, those three things intertwine greatly. You know, if I want to throw an event and I want to hire, you know, a dozen of our members and then also document it, it's kind of all built in. Yeah. If if you add on top of that, what we've done with Creative North Shore, which is kind of our marketing brand, I also have access to the consumer as well. Sure. So kind of this whole package. Um, so people recognize me as a lot of things. Some people know me as the guy that does the drive-ins. Some people know me as, you know, uh, the guy that takes all the pictures. Um, but it's 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 broad. Um, and, and this world is, you know, broad. Like our industries, there's no fluid. One of the things that's really challenging is it's very fluid. And up to this point, fluidity scares traditional business. Yeah. But all of us, you included, in the creative space, we don't think fluidly. I mean, we don't think linearly. No. We think, right, everything right. is, like we're going to get to it, but we're going to get to it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of where 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 I am and how some people would know me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the questions that I ask is how long you've lived here. So we covered that. You got here about 10 years ago. Um, so in the time that you've been in here, and maybe this is kind of, because of what you've worked on over the last 10 years, how have you seen Salem evolve and change? Like, is there one big thing that you've, that you've noticed that has changed about the city in a decade? Um,
1: I, uh, yes, uh, I've seen a lot change. Um, and, and some of it good and some of it I don't love. Right. Um, I think there is nowhere, you know, and I'm hoping that this crisis doesn't change this fact I don't think there's anywhere that I'm aware of, especially in the North Shore, that you have such an opportunity to do what you want to do and be successful doing it. Mm-hmm. I think about Goodnight Fatty. I think about Po' Boys. I think about you. I think about all of these humans that just want to do something. There's an audience. There's an investment. There's community. There's so many awesome things that are already there. Where I where I still want to see movement and growth is the understanding and the value of what that means, Mm. you know, the value of an artist, the value of public art, the value of a performer, the value of a performance, Um, you know, and, and part of what really kind of like bummed me out Saturday was a really, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this has had their highs and lows through this whole experience. Saturday was a really low day for me. The reason that Saturday was a really blow day for me is we couldn't do Artopia this year. Mm. Artopia for me is a big event that we do in in collaboration with the PBD Essex Museum, and it's the PBD Essex Museum allowing us to bring in, you know, over the course of seven years, hundreds of local performers, local acts, local makers, local designers, local dancers, and just really throw a party. That is, that is not people from all over the world. It's yeah. not artists. it's not, it's, it's existing living artists that are making their living in the creative economy in the North shore area. And the museum opens space up enough, up enough for us to do that. Mm. And I'm hoping that that can continue beyond this. You know, there's new leadership, there's new, it sounds great so far. There's, there's a lot of talk about community and community engagement. I love community engagement. I also love engagement with the local creatives. Yeah. So there's, you know, Artopia for me wasn't just a loss of a party; it was a loss of a big, shining example of how strong and amazing the creative community is in Salem and, and a little beyond Salem. Yeah, it's
0: kind of what that—that was—that was the voice. That's like the one big collective voice that you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Uh, how, how are you hearing? Are you hearing from? because we've been trying to coordinate this thing for since citizen Salem started. Um, and it took a global pandemic for us to actually put it together. Uh, um, are you hearing from like local creatives? Like what are people doing short of like making masks? Like what are people doing to stay involved in the community? What are you doing to stay involved in the community while you're stuck at home? Um, for us,
1: what can we uh, do? It's too, it's too, it's too tiered for us. On one hand, with the Creative Collective specifically, and the businesses and the businesses that we support, <clears throat> it's deciphering as much information as we can to get the right information for people to keep their businesses afloat. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what we're doing with the Creative Collective. Um, some of our members are offering free office hours, marketing support, all that kind of stuff. But that how do we eliminate some of the noise because it is insanely noisy right now with the CARES Act and PPP and the the SBA and the loan programs and you know rent rent deferment and so we're trying to play that role of like how do we eliminate all the noise find the experts talk to other communities see what they're doing um, we're involved the city of Salem just launched um, a new economic task force to talk about, how to maintain now, but how to grow out of it? Hmm. And I'm in that committee as well, which is great. It's all the leaders. It's Destination Salem. It's Councillor Medor. It's this, uh, the the planning department, um, and and the chamber and Destination Salem, and so all of the people that want to see Salem get ahead. On the other side of that is the programming there is a lot of need for people to be educated, be distracted, be inspired and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it, we have opened up Creative North Shore wider than just our membership and we're trying to give it to as many as we can as a platform for people to share stuff. We have a pretty large audience. Performers do want an audience. Yeah. So we offer that to them. Yeah. Um, I've done I've done half a dozen you know, uh, how to bring your performance online calls, how to move your store online calls over the past couple of weeks. Um, we did our first uh, this past uh, Friday night, I think we did our first Zoom online burlesque show. Um, <laughs> That's <right>? tremendous. <laughs> a of thousand people watch it. I'm um, sure you did. We're doing our first drag show uh, this Saturday night. Again, it's a varied, it's a different, it's a whole bunch of different types of performances. Yeah, You know, actor Eric Rodenheiser is doing story time, yeah. uh, doing hot tub trivia. Uh, Ariel Kaplan is a local sto- um, actor, actress, and she's also doing a story time. Cool. Um, we just, whatever we can do to share, hey, if you want it, there's no pressure to do it. Right. There's also performers that are like i don't want to bring my work online that's not my medium sure hey you know but if you want to we can we can help you do that um you know and being inspired we watched um amber from um, uh die with your boots on you know they lost their entire weekend festival and they brought it online as much as they could they had webinars, they had performances, they had an online shop. There are ways to do it and honestly, artists are making some money. They're 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 providing for themselves a little bit, which is great. We're teaching people how to make sure that you have a Venmo account set up and how to show off your Venmo account when you're doing your performance or put it in the comments. Any way that we can our, our, we we've, I've been working for like five years to figure out an actual damn tagline for what we do because it's so complicated. And so we finally came down to um, fostering the sustainability of the creative industries. Hmm. All right. So it's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. We can't run events right now. So we can help people bring their events online. You know, we can teach him to use the technology. We can do outreach. You know, Eric reached out to me and you today on how do I get a better camera for vlogging? <laughs> yeah. Like, how do we keep these people? Our our sanity comes in creation. Our sanity comes in making things and doing things. For sure. So if we don't have those outlets or we think we're talking to our walls, it ain't going to be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. So that's, it's, it's, you know, and and we work really hard to, to round all that stuff up. You know, yes, there are a bunch of people making masks. Here's access to that. And it's all compiled and we've already done the digging and we've already eliminated the spam sites and we've already, and these are all local makers that you might know, or you might've seen at arts fest or at October, you know, the October marketplace. And now they're making cool skull masks and you should buy one from them or, you know, like that. Yeah.
0: Well, usually the third question, John, is um, what are you doing to make Salem a better place? But I think we have an answer for that question, so we can skip that one, too.
1: Um, yeah, I just I I fell I fell hard for this community a long yeah. time ago. I, I've done dozens and dozens of events. I've been responsible for a lot of the things that people remember in the city. And it, it matters. Yeah, And, you know, any time that I can see, you know, I know you and I both have a connection to Georgia. You know, anytime I can see Georgia have an opportunity to do what she does that makes her so happy, and that could be, you know, the stuff she does with dad, or that could be even just her being, and just being with her friends and being out and feeling the energy and the vibrancy, you know. Um, it's just super important to, to not only give, these people that are trying to make their living, but also the future people. Yeah, like I want, I want my my dream would be for everybody to grow up and do what they want to do. I, it's it's a simple dream. It's not an easy dream. It's a complicated thing, but that's what I would want. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to grow up and be an artist, then they should be able to do that, and there should be tools in place to teach them how to be successful. Well, thanks you for know? paving. The,
0: thanks for paving the way,
1: John. We appreciate it.
0: All right, buddy. Thanks for your time. Thanks for, uh, thanks for loaning me your zoom account.
1: Yeah. Anytime.
0: (laughs) All right. Take care of yourself and my best to you and yours. Thanks, man. All right. I'll talk to you later. You know what? What? I get awful news. No, what is that?
1: I hit record.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And after all of that, John forgets to hit record on the video. I'm usually the one that forgets to push buttons. Thanks once again to John Andrews. Find his and the work of many others online at creativecollectivema.com. Alex Asacker wrote and performed the Citizen Salem theme song on our ukulele. Citizen Salem is recorded and produced by me. I'm Chris Padgett. If you or someone you know would like to be featured here, lives in Salem, and has an internet connection, email me citizensalem1626 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Citizen Salem at Home.